for war and treachery. They marched into the City of Stars on a cold December morning, led by Lorcan, whose mark was the snake. And he would be king at any cost. Blood and smoke and death followed. Come the dawn, the valiant Reese lay dead, and many who had fought with him slaughtered. Of the queen there was no sign. On the eve of the solstice, Lorcan proclaimed himself King of Twalia and celebrated in the great hall of the castle, where royal blood stained the stones. Chapter 1 Snow fell in streams of icy white. It chilled to the bone, but she didn't curse it. It would blind any who pursued and cover the trail. The bitter white cold was a blessing. Her heart was broken and her body nearly done, but she could not, would not yield. Reese spoke to her, a spirit whisper in her mind that urged her to be strong. She did not weep for his death. The tears, a woman's tears for the man she loved, were frozen inside her. She did not cry out against the pain, though pain was great. She was more than a woman, more even than a witch. She was a queen. Her mount plowed through the snow, sure-footed and loyal, as loyal, she knew, as the man who rode in silence beside her. She would need the loyalty of the faithful Gwain, for she knew what was coming, what she could not stop. Though she hadn't seen her beloved Reese's death, she knew the instant the usurper's sword had struck him down. So inside her cold and shattered heart she was prepared for what was to come. She bit back a moan as the pain tore through her, breathed fast through her teeth until it eased again and she could say what needed to be said to Gwaine's silence. You could not have saved him, nor could I. Tears stung her eyes and were viciously willed away. Nor could I, she said again. You served him and me by obeying his last order to you. I regret. I'm sorry that I made it difficult for you to do so. I am the queen's man, my lady. She smiled a little, and so you will continue to be. Your king thought of me, even in the heat of battle he thought of me and our world, and our child. She pressed a hand to her heavy belly, to the life that beat there. They will sing songs of him long after— The pain ripped a gasp from her, had her fumbling the reins. Milady! Gwaine grabbed her reins to steady her mount. You cannot ride. I can I will. She turned her head and her eyes were a fierce and angry green in a face as pale as the snow. Lorcan will not find my child. It's not time. It's not yet time. There will be a light. Exhausted, she slumped over the neck of her horse. You must watch for the light and guide us to it. A light, Gwaine thought, as they trudged through the forest. Night was falling and they were miles from the City of Stars, miles from any village or settlement he knew. Nothing lived in these woods but fairies and elves, and what good were they to a soldier and a woman, queen or no, who was great with child? But here, into the lost forest, was where she'd ordered him to take her. She had fought him, that was true enough, when he bowed to the king's command and dragged her from the castle. He had no choice but to lift her bodily onto the horse and whip her mount into a run. They fled from the battle, from the stench of smoke and blood, from the screams of the dying. And royal command or not, he felt a coward for being alive while his king, his people, his friends were dead. 
Still he would guard the queen with his sword, with his shield, with his life. When she was safe, he would go back. He would slay the murderous Lorcan, or die trying. There was murmuring under the wind, but it was nothing human, so didn't concern him. Magic didn't worry him. Men did. There may have been sorcery in Lorcan's ambush, but it was men who had carried it out. It had been lies as much as spells that had opened the doors for him, allowed him to walk into the castle under the flag of diplomacy. And all the while his men, those as vicious as he and others he'd gathered from the far edges of the world and paid to fight in his name, had prepared for the slaughter. Not war, Gwaine thought grimly. It wasn't war when men slit the throats of women, stabbed unarmed men in the back, killed and burned for the joy of it. He glanced toward the queen. Her eyes stared straight ahead, but seemed blind to him, as if he thought she was in some sort of...